Scottish schools closed down the day of Eric Little's funeral in 1945. The Scottish missionary died in a Chinese internment camp during World War II. But before he was a missionary, Eric Little was an Olympic athlete who competed in the 1924 Olympic Games. Eric Little, whose life is depicted in the movie Chariots of Fire, famously refused to run the 100-meter race because it was held on a Sunday. He was a devout Christian who took the Sabbath incredibly seriously. For Little, the Sabbath was the Lord's Day, a day of rest and worship. And so instead of running the race that he was best at, the 100 meter, he ended up running the 400 meter on a weekday. And he ended up breaking the world record and winning gold. Although Little was a Christian, today we tend to associate Sabbath with the Jewish faith. The people of God have observed Sabbath for thousands of years. The Jewish writer Adad Aham has said, more than the Jewish people has kept the Sabbath, the Sabbath has kept the Jewish people. Along with circumcision, observing Sabbath was and continues to be a central identity marker for the Jewish people. In ancient antiquity, the Greeks actually thought that the Jews were lazy because they took a day off from work at the end of the week. And religious Jews continue to observe the Sabbath in modern times. Jewish writer Suzanne Heschel, whose father wrote the book The Sabbath, describes her experience of Sabbath growing up in New York City like this. Her parents would get off early from work on Friday afternoons in order to get home early to make preparations. All work, shopping, cleaning, everything needed to be done and ready by sunset on Friday night. Candles were lit, Jewish music filled the air, prayers recited, wine and food was shared as the family would enter the day of rest together. On the morning of the Sabbath, her family would attend temple. After lunch, her parents would take their weekly nap, followed by tea and a walk in the park with the family. They would read, visit with friends, and eat. Suzanne writes, in our home, certain topics were avoided on the Sabbath. Politics, the Holocaust, the war in Vietnam, while others were emphasized. Observing Sabbath is not only about refraining from work, she says, but about creating restfulness that is also a celebration. Suzanne's father, Abraham, who wrote the book The Sabbath, said, The Sabbath is not for the sake of the weekdays. The weekdays are for the sake of the Sabbath. It is not an interlude, but the climax of living. Observing Sabbath 
is and continues to be the utmost importance for the faithful Jew. But for the most part, the fourth commandment seems to be of little importance to the modern-day American Christian. The life of Eric Little seems far removed, and perhaps we even look back in wonderment, and perhaps we are even tempted to think he was legalistic or uptight. Many Christians either dismiss the concept of Sabbath altogether or pay such little attention to it that it has minimal influence on how we live our lives. Jesus was highly criticized for how he acted on the Sabbath. His disciples plucked grain on the Sabbath in Matthew 12. He performed numerous miracles throughout the scriptures on the Sabbath. And these things always seem to happen in front of the Pharisees who are more religious police going around on Sabbath, making sure that everybody is observing it in the right way. Well, Jesus understood their behavior to be toxic and oppressive. In Mark 2, Jesus says, the Sabbath was made for humankind. Humankind was not made for the Sabbath. The issue with the religious Jews of Jesus' day is that they made Sabbath the Lord. And it became a burden. When Sabbath ceases to become a blessing in our lives, it loses its purpose. It was made for us. We were not made for it. Jesus did not advocate for a rejection of the Sabbath. He simply reminded us that this is designed to be a gift. It's not an instrument for legalism or self-righteousness. Sabbath continued to be observed by the early church, but in a new way, in light of the grace of Christ. No more long lists of do's and don'ts on the Sabbath day. Just people to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. The Hebrew word for keep can also be translated as guard. We are to guard and protect the rest day. Are you protective of the rest day? Do you guard it? This is not an invitation. This is a commandment. In verse 11, we read that the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Sabbath is a blessed day. It's meant to be a blessing. God built into our work week a rhythm for perpetual rest and relaxation and enjoyment. This is a God who wants you to take a break. This is a God who wants you to enjoy yourself. This is a blessed day. The Jews actually consider Sabbath a holiday, a celebration each week. For some of you, that may sound tiring because you just got through the holidays. 
But the truth is, this kind of holiday is meant to give you a break. Sabbath is the gift of time. Sabbath is the gift of freedom. Freedom from obligation, freedom from busyness, freedom from anxiety, stress, and toil. This is what God wants to give us. We're told that the Lord consecrated and made this day holy. To be holy is to be set apart, different. This is a day that should be lived differently than the other days of the week. Sabbath is not business as usual. What would it look like for you to realistically accept this gift of weekly rest? Not as a burden or something to be legalistically followed, but something to be guarded, celebrated, and kept holy. The Sabbath can enrich our faith and deepen our connection with God through the power of stopping. Because when you stop, it's so much easier for God to get your attention. Jesus says that he is Lord even of the Sabbath. Are you tired? Do you feel caught up into the waves of life pushing and pulling you around? Then this morning, I say, hear Jesus Christ call out to you and say, come. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would give us the conviction, would give us the discipline, would give us the wisdom to accept this gift of rest and peace and worship, Lord. Give us an imagination of what this day could look like for us, for our families, for our work lives. What could this day be, God? We ask that you would plant that in our hearts and that you would call us to you. Maybe this means making changes in the coming year. Maybe this means taking a day where certain things are turned off. Maybe it means just making sure that we're living a different life, a holy life, God. We look to you as our example, as our light, and as our love. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
sky too. 